We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And he's Grogu. Say hi, Grogu. Hi, Grogu. <laughs> Grogu <laughs> and says we're, hi. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is podcast season two, episode 33 for August 16th, 2021. And we have a fun topic today. We are talking about our favorite kitty rides that we just can't get enough of. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of listener interaction on this one because right. they have been going nuts over listing their favorite kitty rides. Yay. But before we get to all that, let's go into our cheddar from the big cheese. And I have a quick announcement. Um, coming to the fab 50 statue collection on October 1st, the <gasps> orange bird. Yay! I love the orange Yay! bird. I think it's so cool. And oh, I, I think probably one of my top Disney drinks ever was that creamsicle, orange creamsicle shake yeah. that we had in the Orange Bird. Oh, you my gosh. It was so good. You know what? This year, when we go, I'm going to get an Orange Bird sipper. I do not care. This time, I'm going to get one. They got awesome. them for sale, baby. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> But anyway, you know, I'm, I'm going to try, and I'm not going to promise anything, but I'm going to try and come up with a list of all of the Fab 50 statues so that we can maybe near the near the end when we're getting ready for our trip, we can just share it on, on our Facebook group and just kind of have, so everyone can have a list, maybe a check, you know, when you see one, you can check it off, maybe print it out when you take it, when you go to the parks, Yeah, you know? It's maybe like a hidden Mickey's, but a not so hidden golden statues. Right, right. 
So anyway, that's on my list to, of trying to do is a Fab 50 statue collection. Very good. That'd be great. I like that. Yeah. All right. Okay, Sophie, what do you got? Well, this one is very exciting for me. Coming to Disney Plus this fall, a new hashtag Muppets Haunted Mansion show. You can watch the YouTube announcement at the link that we'll put in the show notes. And oh my gosh, I am so excited. That is right up your alley. Yeah, Haunted Mansion. Both of us, yeah. I love the Haunted Mansion. My dad loves the Muppets. Muppets Haunted Mansion. This is yep. going to be some great father-daughter bonding. Yeah, yeah, yeah I so. can't beat that. Love Yay. you, Daddy. Love you too, baby. Oh, y'all are so sweet. Fred <laughs> <laughs> is like, don't make me puke. No, hey. I'm not. No, I'm not. I only do that with my brother-in-law and my sister. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, it's your turn, Miss Brenda. Well, although character experiences are modified, they can still be a lot of fun despite the being socially distanced uh, thing, you know, we're never going to get over. Over at Epcot in the Germany Pavilion, the original Disney princess Snow White is back. In addition to her, you can also find Anna and Elsa in Norway, Mulan in China, Jasmine in Morocco, and Aurora in France. Lastly, you can see Winnie the Pooh, Joy from Inside Out, Mickey Mouse, and Minnie Mouse in various locations in Epcot. Yep. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And and you're right. It is it is different with the with the um, interactions. Obviously, it's different. Yes. Yes, you know, yes. and it's not the same. But I gotta tell you, it's in some ways it's a refreshing change too. Like the time when we saw Joy, and then we saw Winnie the Pooh out by the butterfly house. Yeah, and he was catching butterflies. He had his butterfly net. Yeah, and, totally I, and it was so much fun, you know. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. So it's not the same, but it can still be a lot of fun. So. Yep. And now that Snow White's back, I remember the picture I have of Snow White with Stephanie and Sophie. Yeah, I was there. You were there. That was the day we met you, Brenda. It was. Yep. September 30th, 2010. Yeah. No, 2011. 2011. Because it was the day before the 40th anniversary. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yep. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, they're they're different character experiences, but they're but don't disregard them. So for sure, for sure, yeah. All right. All right. Well, that uh, wraps up our cheddar. But I do have a client visiting Walt Disney World right now, and she gave me some really cool pictures I wanted to share with you guys because I think. You are going to all go crazy about these pictures. Yay! So let me share my screen. And let's look at some pictures of the castle. (gasps) Beautiful. (sighs) Yeah. I love the castle. Yeah. And look at the 50th. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And then... There's a closer up shot. Oh, nice. I love how the 50th that logo is so looks pretty. there. Yes, it's yes. so cool. 
And then here's one that I think Sophie is going to like go, oh my gosh. And it is a nighttime shot. Holy oh, cow. That's Give me beautiful. that photo. Give me that photo. That's my new phone background right there. <laughs> that's gorgeous. I'll send it over to you, Sophie. <laughs> and beautiful. I just think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. So thank you, listener, for sharing. Yay. And, thank you so much. And she also gave me some feedback oh great stop sharing and let me talk for just a moment she said just a few highlights i saw the new lion king show yesterday it's still great even with the things left out and she managed to shut down toy story mania because their fan fell out of their backpack and rolled under the tracks oh no oh no (laughs) it's back running though it's okay she said there's lots of people but it's not bad at all last night's fireworks were beautiful but people were packed in like sardines so keep Mm -hmm. that in mind people if you're a little nervous about the crowds and whatnot find other areas to look at them don't just think you got to see them on main street because it's not all just about main street yeah okay um she loves happily ever after at epcot she said it is beautiful and she can only imagine how great harmonious will be when it comes on october 1st so yay i think that's i love the feedback i love getting feedback so thank you thank you listener for sharing all that with us yeah can't wait to hear from how other people are listening that are enjoying their trips and giving feedback for the show i just i'd love to see that take off great And, of course, in the show notes, you'll have all our links on how to connect with us. And we are ready to move on to our feature topic. So, Brenda, you're going to start us off. This is our favorite favorite kitty rides that we can't get enough of. We're doing a top five list, and we're going to go round table. We're just going to circle around till everyone gets dizzy. Okay? Okay. We Sounds like a plan. You start us off. I'm going next. And Sophie, since yours are always the best, you're going to go last this time. <laughs> and today's episode for Brenda's side of the, of the coin is presented by Hershey. Always by Hershey. <laughs> I wish we had real sponsorship. That'd be so awesome. And my side of this is sponsored by Harris Teeter Water. There you go. Drink. Drink two of these liter bottles and you'll get your recommended 64 ounces a day. There you go. I've got my Mickey Mouse cup, so I'm good. We don't have Harris Teeter in Texas, so that's a special water. We have H-E-B, which is the bomb, though. (laughs) There you go. Well, starting our, uh, you know, doing these top 10, top five, anything, you know, narrowing these things down by number is so hard. And we say that every time, but it does not get easier because we have to cut out some of them in order to get our list. So the top five cuts out even more. But I'm going to start my top five with Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Okay. I love the carousel. That carousel to me is so unique and so beautiful. It's just, it draws me to it. It, McKinley's the same way with the carousel. Uh But Cinderella, uh, sorry, Prince Charming Regal Carousel was built in 1917 and every single horse is different 
And if you look up, it has like scenes from Cinderella all in the yeah. ceiling and the music is beautiful and I just love it. So it might be considered a kiddie ride because, you know, there's no height requirement. It goes slow, etc. But I can't get enough of it. So that is my number five. I agree. I think it's awesome. And Brenda, follow up question. Yeah. Do you have many, many places in Texas with carousels? Not really. Um, we have like small, like there's a small carousel on the Kima Boardwalk. There's a small one in Galveston. And like sometimes they'll have like traveling carnivals, but I don't go to traveling carnivals anymore. So I don't know if they have carousels, but there's one inside the Woodlands Mall that's a little one that's indoors, but not like that. Not like, not like a not real at carousel. All. Yeah. No. And no. see, we have. In, in Raleigh, we have a park called Pullen Park. Yeah. And it has a turn of the century oh, wow. carousel, just like the just carousel like park. at Walt Disney World, you know? Yeah. And it is so cool. And oh. I've got a post up on my website, gobeyondtheworld.com, about Pullen Park. And that place, if you come up, Brenda, we're going to take you to Pullen Park because Yay. it is so awesome. And a ticket for the carousel is like a buck. And they have a train ride that's a dollar. They have kitty boats. They got paddle boats. I mean, they got so much stuff to do at this place. It is so cool. And it's one of the oldest parks in North Carolina. That that sounds wonderful. So so that's, Mm -hmm. that's... there That's may be why something I like that in Texas, but not down yeah. where I live, not yeah. right outside of Galveston. I mean, Texas is humongous, so I'm not saying there's not one anywhere right. in Texas, but I've not seen I've not seen it. Yeah. I've also seen a video of this one up in New York, and it is it's made with like sea glass and stuff like that. It's not it's not horses, it's fish. Oh, and you wow. sit in this you sit in this bubble-like carriage of sorts, and that's what the carousel is made of. The horses are replaced with bubbles and fish and stuff. And I really want to go there, but it's in New York, so I can't. Yeah, that sounds really cool. There's also a carousel in Central Park. And isn't there one at at um, Pixar Place, Pixar Pier? Not Pixar Pier. Wait, Paradise Wait, Pier. Wait, yes, there is. There and is. it's right it's by the, the right by the Incredicoaster. Yeah, it's the, it was the King Triton's carousel. It, mu- it oh, might have been right. changed to something else. I think that's it still right. is, but I was th- I was trying to think. I think there's one over there, and that's got seahorses that you ride. Yeah, seahorses and dolphins. Yeah, because I remember that once. Nice. So, so there's one on on both sides, Disneyland yeah. and. Over at um, Disney World. So, yep. well, that's a good one. Good opening, Brenda. Thank Agreed. you. Agreed. Very so, good. So, m- my number five, I am taking us to the West Coast, actually, oh. it's Disneyland, mm-hmm. because my number five, and it was a toss up between this and another one, um, but I went with the Storybook Land Canal Ride. Oh, that's a good one. I love it because I'm like, you just, and they make everything that it's just, it's like you're the miniature. So you're looking at it and it's like, it's really far away, but it's really just, it's so cool. And that's what my background is. 
Oh no. It's really cool. But I also like over there, I like the um Casey Jr. circus train. Uh-huh. You know? And I and so it was a toss up for me. Which of yeah. those two would I want better? But I think it's the canal boats. So that's why it's on my list. And I'll give very cool. I'll give Casey Jr. an honorable mention. So Yeah, that's a good but one. But I think I think those sorts of things are just I think they're meant to be like kitty rides, you know? Yes. So. Yeah. So that's a very but good we still choice. love them so so much. Yep. Yep. We do. Great All choice. Right. Mike. Well, I guess Thank it's you. my turn. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, this got changed at the very last second, but I'm really glad that you said what you said about us going around until we're dizzy because my number five <laughs> is the mad hatter's tea party nice yeah good one sophie that's a good play on words that ride i just love that ride i specifically like the idea of just being small enough to sit in a cup because it makes it seem so small and cute and well i think that it's part of me wanting to experience the world from a different perspective. So if I was small, small enough to fit in a teacup, then the world would definitely be a lot bigger to me and definitely be more different than it is. Yep. But that, and I also like the fact that it gives me a nice cool breeze. And if I wanted to, I could spin those cups so fast that I got sick. But I don't. Actually, I can't get sick on that ride. I haven't gotten sick on that ride. Right. Which is a good thing. Very good thing. <laughs> yeah, that is a good thing. <laughs> and and just the thought of Sophie spinning it to her heart's content is why whenever we do this ride, Cindy and I just take our own teacup <laughs> and we just let it go at its own thing and we don't spin it at all we just let it spin the little bit that it does and we call that good yeah because <laughs> i've go. i've seen pictures of i think it was sophie and riley and jagan yeah spinning that thing so fast like the hair was flipping back <laughs> out it was spinning so fast yeah. <laughs> so I'll let them spin. I'm not going to spin. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Well, well, it's your turn again. Off to my number four. My number mm-hmm. four is also the Mad Tea Party. Oh, wow. I love the Mad Tea Party, too. And I have a video <laughs> i got to find of my youngest son, who just turned 28, and his and his wife on that thing. It looks like every other teacup is standing still. They are going so fast. You find that video, Brenda. I'll put it in the show. Yes, I will send it to you because it is, you cannot watch it without hysterically laughing because it is so fast. And I love it. But I love the ride. I mean, who would not love a spinning teacup? I mean, the little mouse keeps coming out of the little pot. I mean, it's so cute. Yeah. What's the mouse's name? I don't remember. I think it's just called the Doormouse. Probably. Remember. Doormouse, Alice in Wonderland. Sophie's Google. Yeah. His name is the Doormouse. He's just referred to as Dormy. Dormy. 
He keeps popping up and down. But he does pop up and down. And That's the difference right. at Disney World versus Disneyland is the teacups are covered at Disney World, right. not at Disneyland. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And yeah. I, Sophie and I were on the same wavelength with that one. Well, except that it's your number five and not my number four, but we're soul sisters. She, yep. She's like, what am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well. Mike's number four. I, I kept flipping, just like you said, Brenda, I kept flipping my orders around. <laughs> I've got my list but I, I flipped them around and this one I had, I had further up, but then I thought, no, it can't be that high it's <laughs> here. So it's number four and it is Goofy's Barnstormer. We talked about it last week um, in some context, but Goofy's Barnstormer is, you know, it's, it's, for this, it's I'm pulling memory out, you know, from like I said, of how many times Sophie and I wrote it over and over and over again. And it's awesome. Yeah. You know, and I've got a picture somewhere in my collection of just me taking pictures of the barnstormer. And there was there was a, another dad with his kid in the very front and they both had their arms up because they're not holding on to the bar. Uh-uh, we're not doing that. <laughs> you know, and it, it, and I'm like, you go. That's what dads do. We That's ride right. in the front of the roller coaster with our kids. Yep. <laughs> and a barnstormer is the perfect first roller coaster for oh, a kid. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. so cute. Yeah. And it's short so they don't get, you know, it's not like overwhelming. Yeah. And it's just fun. Yeah. So it's fun to watch people ride. So the Goofy's Barnstormer is my number four. All right. Nice. Great choice. All right. Yeah, I to well, then I guess it's on to me. My number four is actually a ride that I don't usually go on, but that is Frozen Ever After. It is. It is my definition of a kiddie ride at Epcot. Mm-hmm. And. Okay, I'm admitting something to you here. This does not leave this call. (laughs) This will never be mentioned again. Except that it's going to (laughs) air. Until I bring it up next week. (laughs) Nope, we we three are never mentioning it again. The comments can talk about it all they like. But I'm saying it now and I'm saying it once. I you enjoy Frozen Ever After. Wow. Oh, very good. Yeah, I'm not going to say I miss Maelstrom just once. I will say that over and over and over Me again. Me too, I miss it. Yeah. But what? you heard what I said. I'm not saying it again. <laughs> I'm going to segue just slightly here. Okay? All right. I feel like Frozen Ever After is, is a kiddie ride. It is. But I feel like Maelstrom was not a kiddie ride. It was not. Because of the scare scare factor? Not the scare, but just like um all the all the stuff they talked about with regards to Norway. Oh, yes. You know, yes. it became an that was more educational yes. leaning than than you know, kids having fun. That's Whereas true. Frozen, of course, is all about the movie. Yes. And so 
So to me, that's what made it a kitty ride. I wouldn't have, I, you know, it's not on my list, but um, Maelstrom certainly wouldn't have been on my list. Back oh, then. no, definitely right. neither. Even though I they're essentially choice, the same though, because thing. Because a lot though. of kids love Frozen, so it's definitely oh, yeah. a ride for kids for sure. I mean, yeah. 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 And Great we don't choice. ride it often enough because of the lines, you know. Yeah. Which is another factor that that shows how much of a kitty ride it, it is. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody yeah. wants to ride it. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. that's a good choice, though, Sophie. Yeah. Thank you. Great choice. Oh, we're on to number three already. Already. Yeah. Well, number three for me is Toy Story Midway Mania. Nice. Toy Story Midway Mania is where you're shrunken to be the size of a toy and you're in this car that spins you from one target area to another and you're cheered on by the Toy Story gang mm. and it's just so much fun. Yeah. And I I mean, I'll I'll say that I I'm not good at it. I like it a lot, but it really doesn't matter who I'm in the car with. I'm going to lose. I mean, I'm just not. By the end of that ride, my arm feels like it's going to fall off. I have to switch to my left hand at the end. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's my wrist for me. Yes, but I will give the listeners a pointer that they're only going to hear here, maybe. Okay. The last trip. The last trip we were we were on, we were getting ready to, we got in the line for uh, Toy Story Midway Mania huh? about 10 minutes before the one o'clock Rise of the Resistance virtual queue was going to happen. Okay. And the timing of it was going to be where we would get on the ride and I would be riding the ride when the one o'clock virtual queue happened. And I can tell the listeners that you can be on Toy Story Midway Mania and get boarding passes for Rise. Nice. Just in case you wondered if you have the reception to pull it off, I got them while riding. (gasps) I wasn't playing. I'm not, you know, that multitasking. I wasn't playing the thing, but I got the boarding passes. So just so you know, you can be in there on that ride and get the boarding passes at the same time. Way to go, Brenda. Now, that's what I call a pro-gamer move. That is a pro-gamer move. You're absolutely (laughs) right, Sophie. Even though she wasn't playing the game, it's still a pro-gamer move. Yep, yep. (laughs) And I'll bet you, I'll bet you that Brenda is in a a very select company of people who have actually gotten their Rise of the Resistant Boarding Zone passes while while on an attraction. Especially an attraction yeah. so so centric interactive. And, and interactive as Toy Story Midway yes. Mania. Yes, <laughs> and that's exactly why I shared it, because I wasn't sure it was going to work. So it worked. Well, I'll tell you, when it comes to Toy Story, I usually get, it's usually Cindy and I sitting in the same car, okay? And I usually get higher points, but... Without a doubt, she will have better accuracy than me, and it, I and I think it's because I'm just yeah, and, and, and you know, and I'm like missing like eight out of ten or something like that. But I'm probably with you. Yeah. So. But and I me, I do not get either. I have low accuracy compared to Daddy, 
And I have low points compared to mommy. Yeah. I'm probably Hi. the same as you, Sophie. Yeah. But anyway. But it's still so much fun. It is fun. It is. Fun, you know. And All what's right. really cool to me about it is how they can flip a computer program simulation and change things just like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's Amazing. What makes it neat. All right. So is it my turn? It is your turn for number three. Yeah. Number three for me. Um, you know, we did this forever in a day when I was younger and Sophie was younger. And then we kind of got out of it a little bit. And last trip, we we kind of recaptured it back. And that's mm-hmm. many, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, you know. And it's just, you know, it's yeah. just something about it is, you know, it on a hot day, it's a great cool sure. down. It's a <laughs> it fun is. story. It's mm-hmm. got... It's got a lot going on, and it's just and the music and the celebration and singing happy birth and all that and hooray at the end and yeah. <laughs> I mean it's just got everything going on. It's just really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great kitty ride. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? And see Sophie and me for most part because I don't really remember. I I really have no memories of Mister Toad over at. The Magic Kingdom and Disney World. I don't either. You know, a lot of people do. A lot of people are. Great. They love. Still upset there. about it going yeah. away. But yes. I never really have that that memory of it being there. So to me, it's not something I'm missing there. You know. So. Yeah. So anyway. Well, that's a good choice, three, Mike. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. All right. That's a good one. And, and one of the things that was really cool about it, and it was cool about Disney, you know, remember paper fast passes, right? Yeah. You put your I ticket do. in. I love paper fast And it passes. would kick it back out and it would give you your fast pass. And we would get a fast pass for PhilharMagic. Okay. And more often than not, it would give us that bonus fast pass for Mickey's. Or me for um, many adventures Winnie of Winnie the Pooh. the Pooh. Yay! And we'd be like, score! We just won the lottery. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Disney would bring back Paper Fast Pass. I know yeah. that a lot of people didn't like it, but man, when we would leave, when we would leave on our final day, and we'd have our, we'd have booked up all of our fast passes, and we'd go around and give them to families you could tell really needed them. And it was such a warm, a warmth to our heart before we left. And we can't do that now. It's like, we can't share that magic with people. I I really miss the paper fast passes. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And you know, I still have paper fast passes. I do (laughs) too. We still have some saved. Yep. Yeah, they're memories for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Sophie, you're up. My turn. And my third one is actually the Slinky Dog Dash. I know you guys, you two, in the before we started recording, you guys would talk about how you weren't sure if Slinky Dog Dash was a kid's ride or not. But to me, it is. To me, it is, and I really, really enjoyed it. I think it is a great kids' roller coaster, and 
even though I waited in line for it far longer than I thought I was going to the time that I ride, I wrote it. I still had a lot of fun on it mm -hmm. and I would definitely write it again, just not waiting in such a long line. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of the longest lines right now. For the listeners, yeah. we had a huge debate on what counted, what was a kitty ride? Yes. What constituted a kitty ride? And um and you know, there's it's Disney. There is no wrong answer at Disney. And yeah. so personally, I I didn't have it on my list, but I do think it is a kitty ride. And it's not on my list because I've never done. Yeah, so, which okay. is that a shame. Is something I am going to correct on September 30th, Sophie, when we're at Hollywood Studios. Okay. Yay, it's right be now, a lot of fun I am going to wait in line for Slinky Dog Dash. <laughs> yes. It is a lot. Very of fun. good. I'm so glad. I didn't of you. consider it a kitty ride just because it was it because it goes up in the air and it's it's kind of a lot for a little bitty kid. Uh, the, I think that's why the height requirement's 38. So I, it wasn't on my list, but I do love it very much. Yeah. Yeah. A very fun ride. It, you know, and and that the whole point of these sorts of things for us is a we get to talk about disney which we love to do anyway yeah. and we get to have a, an archive of all the times we talk about disney Yay. but also for those people that are out there that aren't sure well can my kid do this can my kid do that you know we don't know and for every kid is a little <laughs> bit different right that's, Brenda? that's right so some kids are going to love it some may not like it that's right and you have more information going into it and like you said, Brenda, it's 38 inches for um, Slinky Dog Dash and for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And both of those, we we both, they're on Disney's list of thrill rides. Right. And yeah. so, you know, it's a gray area. And, it and, is a gray area. And we were joking about everyone having a awesome. gray background. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. We should have all come on with a great background today because there was so much gray much area. Gray area. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not no, turning my not background gray. <laughs> well, look at your background. Who would turn that thing gray? Just like, well, hmm, maybe if I went for like a noir themed or something. But I got. Yeah, I think it would have to be quite a push so that she can have the 50th background now. Yeah. But anyway. For my phone, this isn't changing. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. Well, anyway, enough gray area. Yeah. Good choice. Right. Great choice. Thank yes. you. All right, your turn, Miss Brenda. We're on to number two. What number you two. Got? Number two for me is Peter Pan's flight. Oh. Peter Pan's flight. You get in your pirate ship. You go up above all the scenes from Peter Pan and uh -huh. you know the the scene with London I I don't know why but that scene of London to me is just gorgeous I just love it and that's like one of the first scenes and it's so beautiful yeah and you get all the scenes from the movie and you you see you know Mr. Smee and the crocodile and everything I just love Peter Pan so even though people may consider it a kiddie ride it's one of my favorite, favorite kitty rides to ride for sure. Yeah. Mm. That well. is a good one. 
it is a really good one and you know it, it's fine brenda you can steal mine <laughs> I, 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 I'm okay with it, you know, just you guys, because I have it number two on my list too. <laughs> you guys okay. do realize that Peter Pan can fit both of you in one car. You that's can right. do it together. That's oh, right. that's true. In one that's day, true. we will. Yeah. You can share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, minds think alike. Yes, we do. And Peter Pan's flight is number two to me also. And it's because going out the bedroom window and seeing London as if it's hundreds of feet below, like I'm, you know, it makes me feel like a kid. That's why it's the best, almost number one kitty ride. For both of us, for sure. But it's not. It's not my number one. Not my number one. But it is really close, mm-hmm. and and it's just it's just awesome. So, so yeah, Peter Pan's flight has got it going on. I yeah. agree totally. Well, while you two are over at Peter Pan's flight reminiscing about being a kid, you're not joining I... us. No, because I am technically still a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the youngest one here, and that makes me a kid. Like, even Grogu is 50, so I am the youngest. That's <laughs> right. You are younger than Grogu. Yeah. Yes. Which means I'm going to enjoy my youth, and I'm going to go over across the street to It's a Small World with the, lo- with the shorter line. Oh, there you go. There you go. And That's that is my idea. number two. I love It's a Small World. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And I've actually been debating with myself, is It's a Small World at Disney World or Disneyland better? And I actually think that this time I'm going to have to go with Disneyland. I agree. Disneyland is better to me. And the reason I say this is because I love the fact that at Disneyland... They have the Disney characters mm-hmm. as dolls in the ride based on where they live in the world. Like, mm-hmm. you have Moana and Ariel in the Polynesian area because that's where the most water is for Ariel. And you have Alice in London. You have Jasmine and Aladdin riding on a magic carpet in Arabia. They're just all over the place, and it's almost like a scavenger hunt to find them as well as enjoying the ride. And I really, really love that. Me too, and I still don't understand why they have not added that to the Walt Disney World version. I do not know either. I mean, it really does set it apart. I mean... It does, and maybe that's why... Maybe um, so. But I think Mary Blair did all those costumes, right? Right. And yes, she also she... did the mural in the contemporary. Yeah. Okay. She was responsible for a lot of great art. Yeah. And I just I wonder if if maybe it's more of a tribute to her to leave maybe. it the way it is. Over yeah. here, because I don't know, you know, like, like a lot of those characters, Ariel, Jasmine, Aladdin, so forth, Moana, they weren't 
there right. when it originally opened because those movies wouldn't have been out. Those characters right. didn't exist yeah. yet. So so it's like they changed the ride to add them in. Mm-hmm. And maybe they want to keep the Disney World version as close to the original as possible, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If anyone out there knows why they've never yeah. added them, let us know, please. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's, it's an interesting it's, yeah. question. Yeah. And I and I yeah. love I love them both. I think I'd like you know, I like I I see the points, but I think I like the Disney World one better. And, and that's fair. And, mm-hmm. and and I don't know. It's probably because that's where I mostly wrote it most, you know. Um and I love Pinocchio Village House. Um, yeah, looking down on it. Pinocchio yeah. House and looking down on it because I did that when I was a kid. You know. Yeah. So I'm sure it. that plays into into why I like it more. You know. By so. the way, I recently learned something about Pinocchio Village House. Oh. And this was something that I saw on TikTok, and they were looking for a. They were discussing different ways to propose to your partner at Disney, aside from the classic in front of the castle at night one. Mm -hmm. And one of the things was they said, go to Pinocchio Village House and get a seat next to the boats because that's the best seat in the house. Mm -hmm. And then when you're ready, excuse yourself from the table, tell your partner you need to go to the bathroom. And there's a book somewhere in Pinocchio Village House. I don't know where, but it's by a blue fairy mural. And it's a wishing book. And what you can do is you can write in the book and leave your wishes there. And they said to write, I wish that you would marry me and stuff like that. And then you go back to the table. You say, babe, look what I found. It's so amazing that you take them over. And that's basically how you propose. That's interesting. Oh, and yeah, that is- and I want I'm going to find it the next time we're there because I am very curious about that just to see if it is I am real. That is very too. sweet. And, you know, we'll do a video. As we hunt for it, and if we yeah. find it, we'll do a small little video about here's where you find it, and we'll include it in the podcast. Very good. So it can be there for people to to have that knowledge on how to find it and where to find it. That's cool, Sophie. I yeah, hope that, very cool. I hope that's not like urban myth, you know? I hope it's not either. I saw a picture of it. I saw videos of it in the TikTok video, but I can uh-huh. never be sure. Yeah. Hopefully so. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I hope I can find it. I've never seen it there before. Well, let's we'll go hunting for it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. So. Ooh, we're down to number one. Are we down to number one you, already? Yep, it's, it's you, your Ms. turn. Brenda. Well, my number one is a new one. Uh-oh. I know you're surprised, but it's a new one, as nostalgic as I am. It is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh. I love that. It is so cute. It starts off where Mickey and Minnie are going to have a picnic, and then a train rolls through, and Goofy's the engineer, and then from then, all heck breaks Breaks loose. And and then you're in the middle of a comic, and it is just so cute. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like it, it I definitely a lot consider too. it a kitty ride, but I de- I definitely 
really, really am impressed by it. Mm-hmm. As upset as I was when they closed down the great movie ride. Um, it's I'm a good really impressed by it. It is yeah. really, they did, ju- good, they did a good yeah. job in replacing that iconic ride. Yeah. I love it. Yes. And I did have a runner up that didn't make it. And it is mm-hmm. Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters over at Disneyland. <laughs> that ride, mm-hmm. I just laughed the whole time. You you sit in these like 1950s little cars and it does like a line dance kind of thing to music and the cars spin and I just crack up the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So that one is also very, very fun. It was my runner up, but my number one is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Very nice. I like that one. That is a very amazing one. Yeah. Yay. Like Good choice. Thank Good you. Good choice, Brenda. Good choice. Oh, uh, what is your number one, Mike? I'm dying to know. Well, mm-hmm. my number one is a tribute back to my roots and who I am. <laughs> a kid <laughs> at heart. I I could ride this all day, I think. And you know, and it's the Walt Disney World Railroad. And I will put, you know. Slash 1B is the Disneyland Railroad, but my my top dog would be the Walt Disney World Railroad because I ride that I, there more often. Um, you know, when it was 2012, Brenda, and we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, Savannah Room, with our friends, and that was the year that Steph and Shane got engaged. Oh, I think. Sweet. I think, yeah. But there was a day when Sophie and River and Madeline Lois had Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique appointments. And um, Neil and myself and Isaiah, being the men of the family, were like, no, we're not going <laughs> to do this, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. <laughs> Isaiah loves trains. He probably still does to this day. And we went and we rode the Walt Disney World Railroad while they did their hair and makeup and everything. And we had so much fun. It was was so much fun. Choice of something to do while they're getting all made up. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, when it reopens, I could see myself doing that like three times around. Oh, for sure. We waited so long. (laughs) Yeah. Goodness gracious. Absolutely. So, so anyway, the Walt Disney World Railroad is my kitty ride number one on the list. Very good choice. Very good. Walt would love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Sophie. Sophie. All right, my turn. Number one. And, yep. Daddy already mentioned this one. It was his number three. But my number one kitty ride of all time is The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I had not realized how much I had missed it until I last went to Disneyland, Disney World, and I was able to ride it again. Mm -hmm. And so once I wrote it again, oh gosh, it was just like the floodgates opened. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
I love this ride and now because I love it so much I, when I get home I'm gonna go watch as many Winnie the Pooh movies as Disney Plus can offer which <laughs> by the way I've checked they don't offer all of them and that breaks my heart but, you know, we just need to start our letter writing campaign. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get the Heffalump <laughs> Halloween movie onto Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think, you know, it, obviously the memories of us writing it when Sophie was younger play a lot into it. But I also think Sophie being able to write it with her Meemaw. Oh, definitely. I think that... That might have made because you know she and and Mimo were in one section and we and Cindy and I were riding in another honey honey car and you know it was just like riding yeah. in the honey car with your honey yeah <laughs> but Sophie and her Mima enjoying it on Easter Sunday very yep. so. nice what a great it memory was wonderful Yay. yeah yeah. Good choice, Sophie. Thank Good you. way to close it out. Great number yeah. one. Thank you, know? you. So I have a boatload, and I they're all in our show notes of listener favorites on what their what their favorite kitty rides were. Okay, and are. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six different people answer that question. Oh, good. With their list. So wow. if you want, we can break them up or um, just kind of go down the list and, and tell. You tell me. Do you want me to talk all the time or do you guys want to take some? We'll take I definitely want to know what their number ones are, but I don't need to announce anything. Okay. So like, we'll take, take a few. Okay. Well, I'll start then, Sophie. And all we'll, right. why don't you take um, Sheila's? Okay. All right. Yeah. But I'll start. Um, my friend Kathy said that for her son, Brenda, Mr. Toad was the top ride for him. Oh, and now for it. his kids, so her grandkids, Peter Pan is that go-to ride. Yeah. <laughs> good so one. Good choices. Yeah. Yeah. That Those are very good choices. And thankfully for Aunt Sheila... Which is to say, this is Aunt Sheila. She's the mom of my best friend, Jagan. So I know her lists when I see them. She went ahead and gave her own top five. And an honorable mention, too. Oh, yeah. wow. So I'm just going to speed run these right here. Five, Triceratops Spin. Only because it is my tradition with my daughter at Animal Kingdom. Frozen Ever After at Epcot, C, number four, that we share. There you Ouch. go. And then number three is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland. I will let them ride that as many times as they want. I'll be over at It's a Small World. <laughs> and then Pooh Bear in Tokyo Disneyland, which I'm still very jealous of that. They went to Disneyland and they were able to ride the rides there and so the Pooh Bear that they know is not the one that I know because I've never ridden the Tokyo Disneyland version of the ride right. and then number one is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway hey <laughs> yes and then the honorable mention was Slinky Dog Dash which yeah. I can understand why that line was pretty long yeah yeah 
So, and then um, my niece Stephanie, mm-hmm. she said it's a small world and Winnie the Pooh. And after they take their trip, because they are on their trip right now, she's going to let us know what other ones they liked. And by <laughs> the way, um, Stephanie answered the question, what is a kitty ride? And for her, a kitty ride is any ride that her littles will enjoy that she can see the joy in their eyes. Ooh, that's a you good know? answer for that. Right, I thought so too. Sure. I thought so too. And then her sister Leslie, because Stephanie asked Leslie, um, she said, "Which ones did your kids like, Leslie?" And Leslie said, "All of them." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then me. she she went a little bit further and said they liked Frozen Ever After. They liked Winnie the Pooh. They liked Peter Pan's Flight. They liked the Barnstormer. They like Slinky Dog Dash. They like the Mad Hatter's teacups. They liked, um, she said Ariel's Grotto. I think she means Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, but oh, same that's thing. That's a good one. I forgot. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, I had I thought about, about having it on one. my list, but I don't ride it enough that it's a go to kind of thing. Yeah. That ride hurts my back. When it goes down to take you, like down, you know, under the sea, uh-huh. it hurts my back. Huh. I don't know why, but something mm. hits my back funny on there, on my spine. Oh. I mean, the clamshells are pretty curved, so when you think about it, you when it's kind of like gravity is for, forcing your hand, I mean, your back to be curved with the back of the That's true. Clam. And sometimes yeah. tall people don't fit as, like, they're designed kind of for an right. average height kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be, that might be something to do with it, but it's still fun. It's still yeah, beautiful it and is. bright and colorful. And and nice. I love, I loved it. I love the under the sea scene. I do too. I think it's cool. And I like the music, of course. Yes, yeah. of course. All and right. Then, um, I'll read Pam and then you read Aunt Robbins. Okay, Sophie. Okay. So Pam enjoys Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Peter Pan's flight, and she threw one that none of us talked about. Oh, Buzz Lightyear! Ooh. Very good, kind of yep. like Toy Story Midway Mania, but not a little bit. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear was one that I was tempted to throw in, and you know what? That's officially my honorable mention. Buzz Lightyear. Awesome. You know what I love about Buzz Lightyear? I like the ride, and don't get me wrong, I really like the ride. Mm-hmm. But but there was this one time when it stopped. And but the gun was still working, and so (laughs) I was able to keep shooting, and I ended up with nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine points. Score me! I won the internet that day. Oh gosh! Fuck on, Mike. (laughs) I'm like, yay! Look at my score, and they're like, whoa! And I'm like, yeah, the ride stopped. Whatever it takes, right? Exactly. Winning is winning. That's right. And you know what? I snoozed, I lose because I was like, the ride stopped. I can't continue the game. That's breaking the rules. And you were like, sue yourself, little girl. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's not great being a rule follower. Nope. (laughs) Takes the fun away. Oh, well. All right. Sophie, what did Aunt Robin say? Aunt Robin. 
Well, to be fair, Aunt Robin's an adrenaline junkie, so she didn't really... I wouldn't say that these are kids' rides, but she says they're kids' rides and she's a kid at heart like us, so they're kids' rides. But she said Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, <laughs> the monorail, and the old Skyway, and the teacups. The teacups are what we agree on. And you know what? I think she would really enjoy the Skyliner. Like oh, she sure. said, the old, the, she so, said the old Skyway. She said the old Skyway. I hated the old Skyway fair. so much. It was like it was always going to fall. Oh, my God. Oh, I, hated I loved it. Oh, God. I, I loved hated it. it. I'm terrified of heights. So, I mean, it was every Sophie time it went over one of those things and made all that noise, I knew it was going to fall out of the sky. Ooh. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And um, I have so, to say the Skyliner is so much smoother. Yeah. I mean, by a billion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. We'll it just, is. We'll just leave out the fact that, like, the Skyliner sometimes crashes carts together. But, yeah, none of them have fallen. So no. that's good. That's a good thing. So there's a bit of tongue-in-cheek here going on with my Uh-oh. sister, Robin. Okay. Oh. Because she said in her Facebook comment, my brother loved Space Mountain. When I was a kid, I hated Space Mountain. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but she swears I loved it. And then she said, and her son, Brett, so that's, that's Sophie's cousin, my nephew, Brett. She said, he loves Splash Mountain. Well, there's a picture they have of them going down the drop in Splash Mountain. Oh, and... Brett looks like he's gonna like see <laughs> himself and his, he is screaming so bad. <laughs> it's the best picture ever. Daddy, you, you know, better you see not those you see those splash mountain pictures where people are made. This one is hysterical because they look they look like they are so traumatized. <laughs> They probably was traumatized. Daddy. It was so funny. Oh gosh, it was funny. Daddy, you had better not tell Aunt Robin about how I almost broke mommy's arm on Splash Mountain my first time. You just did. No, I think oh. you just did. Yeah, no, I know. I said you better not. Leave it to me. Okay, I'll leave it to you to tell her. So, yeah, but anyway, I broke my arm on Splash Mountain. Almost, I didn't actually break it, but I oh. almost did. She said, oh. Sophie, let go of my arm. You're going to break it. Yep. <laughs> oh, good memories on Splash yeah. Mountain. Great memories. Disney Sorry. is so full of great memories for so many people. Oh, That's yeah. why it's the best yeah. ever destination in the world. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So anyway, that's our listener favorites. I think that was great. I enjoyed hearing all those and remembering all those details. I'll see if I can find that picture of Robin and her kids and and my brother-in-law, Jim, and just see if we can find that picture to share online. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, anyway, um, that wraps up our feature topic this week. Sophie. It's time for this day in Disney history. So what do you got for us? I have two bits of Disney history. And the first one happens in 1976. Okay. July, August 16th, 
1976, Time Magazine features the article Running Disney Waltz Way in this week's issue. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know what all that entails, but if Walt was on Time Magazine, then you know that it's important. And that would have been 10 years, nearly 10 years after he passed away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then just the next year, in 1977, the singer, dancer, and actor Elvis Presley passes away suddenly at age 42 in Memphis, Tennessee. Regard regarded as one of the most significant cultural icons of the 20th century, he is often referred to as the king of rock and roll or simply the king. The soundtrack of Disney's 2007 The Game Plan features four of his best-known songs, Rubberneckin', Jailhouse Rock, Are You Lonesome Tonight, and Burning Love in 1969. The Mellow Men, a popular singing quartet founded by Thurl Ravenscroft and Max Smith, appeared with Elvis in the film The Trouble with Girls as a gospel group called the Bible Singers. Disney fans know Ravenscroft and Smith's voiceover work in singing songs Rich. from Disney films and park attractions. And many of Presley's songs can also be heard in Disney's Lilo and Stitch movies, as he is spoofed by Stitch multiple times. Nice. Yeah. Very Not nice that he passed away on that day. I know. My but mom, I remember when that happened, my mom was so upset. Everybody. And I was like, Every Elvis lady. who? <laughs> I was like, Elvis who? And then I learned yes. more about who he was, and I, I had no this. idea. You know? Yeah, you yeah. were only nine years old. Yeah. Yeah. I was 13, but, like, every every one of my friend's moms was, like, it was like the world ended. Mm -hmm. My mother wasn't that into Elvis. She was into Tom Jones. She's a Tom Jones fanatic. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was like the world stopped that day. It was crazy. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, that was great. Me, being nine years old, yeah. the world revolved around me. Of course. <laughs> so, how silly you know, not to have known. I'm like, I don't know who this Elvis guy is, but I'm okay. So I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't wow. you just love kids? Well, some things never change, right, Mike? Exactly. <laughs> it's still about me. Uh, hello. I'm your daughter. Yeah. So it's my anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... Happy anniversary to Mike and Cindy. Yeah. And what do you want? Speaking. Blissful Who took years. you out for dinner last night? Well, Who we took to you cheesecake. out for dinner last night? Mommy took us out to dinner. We're recording this on August 11th, just to get the dates right. The anniversary for Cindy and I is August 11th. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Thank you, Brenda. Yay! Happy anniversary, Cindy. I love you, honey. Aww. Sweet. All right. Well, that is all my history for the day. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, it's time for Stump the Soap. 
<laughs> also known you as can the try. Disney Two character. You're right. I can try, and most <laughs> of the time I fail, and I expect to fail this time too. Hmm. But I have a great character. Yeah, right. and it's one we have not used before ever. I mean, have we ever used any of these more than once? No. So one day oh, we'll finish the book. He was trying to throw you. But you know, we've been doing this since January 6, 2020. So yeah. done a lot of characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one day we'll finish this. Yeah. And then we'll do a new book. That's um, right. So this character views the world with childlike Nativity and wonder. Pinocchio? No, you don't have to guess. I'm just giving you a moment to think. This character remains optimistic even in the face of grave danger. I don't think this, Raya and the Last Dragon is in this book, is it? No, it's not. Alright. This character puts other people's needs before his own and is everyone's friend. Mm. Shoot. This character is particularly fond of summer. Oh, oh la! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Boy, that was a dead giveaway. <laughs> oh my gosh! Goodness. I've got three bits of did you know, which I think are really cool. And it is Olaf, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say you won that one. Okay. I won, Brenda. Yay! It's a miracle. Enjoy it your bow. Is. Enjoy your bow. It's not going to come again soon. Yeah, I'll be back <laughs> next week. So, you you know Olaf's personal snow flurry? Yeah. yeah. I never picked up on this, but that snow flurry... Only appears on warm days. Yeah. It does not appear when it is cold outside. Oh, I never noticed that. I that does noticed. make sense. You know something else that I picked up? What? In Frozen 2, they actually replaced the snow flurry with permafrost. <laughs> Basically... They decided they didn't want to animate the snow flurry anymore, and so Anna explained it away by saying, so how's your new permafrost going, Olaf? Oh, it's going great! (laughs) (laughs) And did you know, in order to accurately animate Olaf's walk cycle to mimic the way a child would move, one of Olaf's supervising animators used his son as a reference during production. So that's how Olaf has his childlike walk. Cute. I think that's awesome. Yep, that's how they used to do it. They used things to model so they could get the movements down right. Yep. 
And then the last, did you know, and you probably knew this one, Sophie. I don't know that Brenda and I really mm-hmm. picked up on it, but Olaf is not able to bend his arms. Oh. According to this. I suppose he isn't. So. So there you go. Very good. So Olaf is our Stump the Sof Who's Who character for August 16th. I would like to know who is the most beloved character besides Mickey Mouse from all the Disney. I bet that Olaf is right up there. Oh, I'll bet he is. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That'd be a curious thing to know. It would be. I have to say that Stitch might be up there, too. He might be. Yeah, because people love Stitch. Mm-hmm. That's true. And and that guy there, Grogu, is probably yeah. climbing the ladder really oh, fast. For sure. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Yes. So. Yeah, I certainly love him. I know you do. Honey. He loves you. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Well, that takes us to a little bit of Walt. A little bit of Walt. And my little bit of Walt this week is short and sweet. Okay. Everyone falls down. Getting back up. It's how you learn to walk. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is so true. Yep. I love that quote. That's a good one. Short and sweet. Yep. Thank you, Brenda. You're welcome. So next week, we are going to be talking about school. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) (laughs) No. What we thought. You know, school around the country, schools are starting to get back into session. And, you know, you've got your lists of things you need to get for school supplies and so forth. Well, when it comes to a Disney vacation, you also have your list of things that you need to get. um, That you will make your Disney vacation even better. So we've got a topic that kind of ties the two together. Planning for school, planning for vacation. And what yeah. are those things that you need or that you should consider having in your in your bag to make your vacation the best it can be? And, you know, if you're, you know, a kid listening to us that is just starting school, then obviously you want to be thinking about when you get your vacation. So, yes. so yeah. let's focus on that a little bit instead of school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we're anyway. totally not bad influences here. No, not at not all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> all right. So anyway, planning for school, planning for vacation. That's our topic next week. And we hope you all have a great week. If you're in school, do a good job. That way you get to enjoy the vacation instead of having to catch up on homework. Yeah, yes. trust me. I've It's taken me many, many years to learn that the hard yeah. way. It takes all of us some hard knocks to learn that. That's true. Um, yeah. I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand with a little bit of what we just talked about. You fall down, yeah. got to get back up. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you learn to walk. <laughs> So anyway, that concludes our episode this week. We hope you all have a great week and we will see you next week. And Brenda, Sophie, Grogu, and I will see See you on the road. road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.